been up to you know i think i'm just getting back into hockey trying to watch as many as i can and i i have to admit though i am a little bit behind i'm still trying to catch up because how about that saturday yeah to kick off the season where every single team is playing it's a good way to start though i mean give me i want a hockey i give me hockey i got hockey yeah i suppose that, you know i maybe even should do that every year like that first weekend or it's just it's just so a, yeah it's just a big wave once you start off especially if you're trying to cover it and yeah it, it's you know because you want to watch it and you're paying attention to what's going on obviously and and goals that are being scored and how they're being scored and why they're being scored and you know looking at coverage and all these other things um so yeah but it, it's been a good you know way to kick off the season it's been fun so, all right, man. Yeah. So, what what do you want to do today? What do you want to start with? Well, I got a little riddle for you. Oh, okay. What, what do Florida, uh-huh. Buffalo, Philly, yes, the Hurricanes, Dallas, Colorado? Oh, okay. Now you threw me off. So, I, I there was a theme, but now you got Dallas, Colorado, and okay. Edmonton all have in common. Um, would you like see, me to repeat so- that? Yeah, Florida, Buffalo. Philly and Carolina. Philly, Carolina. And in the West, Dallas, Colorado, and Edmonton all have in common. I'll give you two more seconds. Uh, I give up. When you had the East Coast teams, I was thinking, okay, this is right? Conor, Conor McDavid thing. Conor but, McDavid? Yeah, well, but, but then when you're throwing in Dallas... You're not, you're and, not that uh, far off. Okay. They are all winless thus far early this season. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. And my question to you is, out of those teams, which one do you think is going to make the playoffs? Well, I think Dallas will still make it. Um, I'm not sure any of the East Coast teams you named will make it. I mean, we know that Buffalo's not going to make it. We know that Carolina is... Carolina's bad, man. They're really bad. They are bad. Um, and they, and they keep getting games. injured, man. They do keep getting injured. They've got nothing down the middle except Eric Stahl. He scored a beauty, though, the other day. Did you see that shot? Uh, I think it was the first game that I they played against the I believe Eric Stahl Islanders. got injured last game. Well, then the second game, he got injured. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the first game, he had a, he had a really nice goal. Uh, just picked the corner. Perfect shot. Um, that was a nice goal. Yeah, so and and I think Philly doesn't look great. Um they're going to have a rough year. Uh So yeah, I think Dallas makes it. I think Colorado probably still makes it. Um So no changes yet on your predictions. Yeah, no changes yet. Um yeah, it would be great if I don't know, maybe Colorado could score a goal. That would be nice. That would be helpful to make the playoffs. Goals for 0, goals against 8. Yeah, and shut out and and beat Pretty badly by the same team, you know, back to back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Minnesota's, that first game was really fun to watch. Second one was a little bit more methodical. I'll Uh, say Minnesota's probably the most impressive team right now. Yeah, Or or I should say the most surprising team. They're really Mm. clicking and they're on, and they're running on six cylinders. They're really going for it. 
They are. That's the thing. But you just don't. It, it's tough to do that the whole season, right? There's and that's not, the that's the thing. We're yeah, in game I mean, two right now, game three for some. We're still very early in the season. But you t- you you uh, you told me a few maybe a few weeks ago about Bob McKenzie's October evaluation. Yeah, like if you. If oh you're, no no that that wasn't McKenzie. I, that was a. Um, I think I was just watching a Detroit Toronto preseason game. Oh, that's right. And, and, what, and what so did it they was have? a. It was. Yeah, so it was just, I think it was Fox Sports Detroit. Uh, That was the feed I was watching. And so they put up this statistic starting from 2004, right? So 2004 to now, the last 10 years, uh, there's only been two teams to make the playoffs that were more than four points out of the playoffs at the end of October. Which is insane. Um, It is insane. And and also both... We're halfway through October right now. We are. And both teams were last year. It was Philly and Dallas. So that means for nine years, nobody made it. Last year was that, uh, you know, that that outlier, right? Well, it has to be concerning for a lot of those teams. It should be. And I think for Colorado, it should be because they're also dropping points... um, Within the within their within their division. division, you know, and that hurts. Uh, yeah, that hurts. That hurts. So, yeah, I don't think Car- Carolina, Florida, Buffalo. They they've there's nothing there really. Anyway, was... Philly, I think, is going to play like there's something there, but I think at the end of the day, they're just they're sitting on the outside uh, of the playoffs. And on the um, other side of the coin, apart from Montreal, Tampa, which we thought were going to make the playoffs. New Jersey is undefeated. Columbus yeah. is undefeated. Yeah, I was going to say, when you said Minnesota, the, the most surprising team, I, I think in the East right now, I'd have to give that to Jersey, just because why? they've... So you doubted me last last podcast. I didn't doubt you about Dude. Jersey. I just, I didn't know how good they were. And they're scoring a lot of goals. They've scored the 11, most goals. 11 in, goals. In, well, they're in tied games. right now with Pittsburgh. Right. And but, Toronto, but Yeah, but look at those lineups. Look at Pittsburgh and look at Jersey. And it's, and it's not too. quite the same. Well, Toronto's played three games, and they scored all their goals. Uh, well, they had four against uh, the they just, Habs. They just but, keep losing because their goals against is 12. They, yeah, and even today they couldn't. It, it was still a little ugly, right? Yeah. Um, and then Reimer gets hit in the head again. I, I've never seen a goalie get hit in the head as much as him. I, I don't know if it's his style or if he, if he is just too far out of the paint or what he's doing, if he's too aggressive, but he just... Doesn't he seem to get knocked in the head every well, year? It's because he, he was gone for an extended period of time last time when Gianta hit him. Right. And it really hurt Toronto that time. This time they've got they've got Bernier there. He was basically going to take the reins and run with it. But He is, but he hasn't been good. No, um, not yet. You know, but again, it's it's two games. But Again, very early. Another surprising it, team, the Islanders, undefeated. Yeah, but two games against Carolina. That trade... Yeah, two games in Carolina, but that trade... But yeah, that trade looks great. Johnny Boychuk was fantastic for them in the first game. He was good for them in the second game. Yeah, look, they're a much improved team. They Tavares are. is on a roll. What's he got? Five points in two games. But again, they're playing Carolina back-to-back. Carolina right. might even be worse than, than Buffalo right now. <laughs> I mean, they are not good at yeah, hockey I, I, at all. We did, we did call that. Carolina. And so you had Carolina Buffalo, I had Carolina Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. And so we'll see. I mean, Islanders have to, you know, they've got to play a couple more teams. But yeah, but they look good. They look good. Mm. And that's going to be tough. I, I think uh, that could be pretty crowded. The Metropolitan. Um, yeah. You'd expect Pittsburgh to sort of pull away eventually, but um, 
second and third is sort of up for grabs for probably four or five teams there. Exactly. And in the West, undefeated, nothing really abnormal. Nashville. Vancouver is clicking. Well, yeah, at, they look at good. least yeah. that first line is clicking, which is interesting. Yeah, but again, who'd they play? They played Calgary. They yes. played Edmonton. Sure, but uh, that so first line is they... clicking. The Sedins are clicking with Trubada. It is, but let's see when they're out there against Chicago and of St. Course. Louis. and Of course, it's then, still you know, two LA games and, in. It's still yeah, two yeah. or three games in. But yeah. there are some interesting stories developing. There are, yeah, and that line looks and good. And one of them uh, is that Edmonton hasn't really changed. Yeah, although, again, it's Calgary, but uh, Edmonton's first game, they really did outplay Calgary. That's a game where, you know, I don't really like to use that word. I, I know a lot of people don't like to use they that outplayed. word. That, that, that kind of deserved Calgary. to I'll win. I agree with you on that one. But they made so many mental mistakes when it counted. Well, yeah, they did, and they gave up. You know, well, you had that on the blog, right? Where they're just watching the puck and they're leaving guys wide open in front of the net. Yeah, again, that was only three plays, but they they made mental mistakes on a regular basis. Well, and and and, and my and my question to you, I was debating this: is this a coaching responsibility or is this the star player's responsibility? These mental mistakes that are that are reoccurring throughout the game. I just think everyone there is so young, right? Even the guys that have been there, it seems like forever, are so young. They are. Um, and, you know, remember last year when Gagne was on this team and you're yeah. thinking, man, this guy's been here forever. And but how old is he? He's 23? I still you know, see 24? him as an 18-year-old. Yeah, and he just, he's been there for so long. But just none of these guys know how to win in the NHL. And, you know, who do they got right now? They've got dry saddle. As their second, second line, line center. Simon. And how old is this kid? How old is he? Well, he's uh, 18, 19 years old. He, yep, he's 18. So how's that going to work out for you? Your second line center is 18. Good luck with that. He's big and he's got hands. That's okay. why he's there. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's insane to put that, put those guys in those kind of roles. Uh, they just... And, and a few things aren't working out for them. You know, the back end still isn't really working out. Justin Schultz isn't really playing as well I think as they would have hoped you know there's really no secondary scoring on that team I'm I'm still gonna keep an eye on him and I really do hope they make it out but I don't know something's gotta give yeah something's gotta click something's gotta give something's gotta change I don't know well there's no way they make the playoffs in the west but uh not if this continues no and and at this rate there's absolutely they're not even close to making it next year but yeah they've they've got to get out of the cellar right Uh, yeah I don't know yeah that team is just it's just it's not happening not happening at all um did anything else catch your eye over the past two three games no yeah Jersey like I said Jersey's been pretty surprising the Habs have been good they just kind of uh oh they've been lucky well, yeah, but there, no, there's... No, no, no. The Habs have been lucky. They didn't deserve to, f- to win the first two games. They deserved to win the third one against Philly. Yeah, that was but... a good game. That was a no-quit game. Yeah. You know, a uh, really good comeback there. But then again, um, you know, winning yeah. teams don't become winning teams by being the best team every single every single game. You know? Yeah, you just you find ways to win. I mean, sometimes guys can go out there and play a period and, and steal a game, right? Steal a point, maybe even steal two points. So, yeah, I mean, maybe they've been lucky, but whatever, 3-0 you know, is is nothing to look down your nose at at all. Pretty so. good. Yeah, yeah. Carey Price isn't a bit as tight as he should be. Yeah. But whatever, yeah. it's a work in progress, three games in. We'll yeah. see what happens. Boston lost two games out of three. They they really did they they did get outplayed by Detroit. 
They did. Um, and Rask was good. Uh, Detroit actually could have could have got a couple more on them. Yeah. Uh, they weren't amazing, but they just they were good. But you know, Boston, I think. Detroit kind of had the jump on them because it was their first game. Boston played the night before. Um, and that's so what's been happening you, you a lot. You sort of a expect that to happen. A lot of back-to-back games and so on. Yeah, and I was thinking, you know, uh, speaking of the Habs in, in Boston, uh, I think three of the times, three games that, that Montreal has against Boston this season, Montreal's going to be sitting... Uh, at the Bell Center waiting for him because Boston plays the night before. I love it. So that's something, you know, you got to take advantage of that. I mean, sometimes it Those doesn't work out for teams, so right? so much fun, Montreal-Boston. Oh, they are. They are. They're fantastic. Yeah. There's really not much else in the East like that. There's nothing in the East like that, no. I mean, Pittsburgh-Philly um, was like that for a while. Washington-Pittsburgh for sure. It was. When was the last time Detroit had a real rivalry? Well, they don't have anyone in the East. There's nothing in the East yeah. uh, except Pittsburgh, but that's kind of gone now because it's just been... That's true. Pittsburgh, a couple of years back. It's, it's going to start again with a new playoffs format right now. It's, gonna, it's definitely going to start some rivalries up again. Yeah, yeah, it will. Uh, Pittsburgh-Columbus could be fun. Pittsburgh-Columbus, yeah. I mean, especially now with, uh, you know, speaking of Philly-Pittsburgh, now Philly lost uh, Scott Hartnell, so Hartnell being on Columbus should be fun. He's just that guy that just loves to... He's awesome. He loves to stir the pot. He loves to be love right in the middle of everything. I love watching him play when he's on his game. He's not always on his game, but when he's on, he's yeah. on, and he's fun. He is fun, yeah. And Hartnell down. Well, yeah, that's, that's a great, great charity. Huh? Yeah. It's a great idea for a charity. Still going, still going. Still making fun of himself. Yeah. He doesn't take himself so seriously. Nah, yeah. How I could like you? It. I mean, these guys. I mean, well, come after, on, you're 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 playing hockey, right? For millions of dollars. I mean, uh, which I think is what one of the selling points of the new Sportsnet having George Strombolopoulos. Yeah, I like host. him. He he's really good. It's it's a whole new, fresh sort of point of view. I like it. Points and, of and, view, I should say, because yeah. he's he's not a you know he's not one dimensional. That that's really selling him short. I think. And that's oh, definitely he's not one dimensional. He's a great interviewer. He he's is? a great intimate interviewer, I should say. And and that's what he's good at. He does bring out a smile or two, and he does break down some barriers when it comes to talking or interviewing players. And he did that last weekend with the with his uh, roundtable. When he had Taves, Crosby, and uh, who else was there? Tave, Crosby, and... Ah, uh, Lundqvist was there. Lundqvist yeah, was yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Pretty boy, Lundqvist. <laughs> looking looking <laughs> quite Lund- quite dapper compared to uh, Sidney Crosby's golf shirt. And uh, uh, Taves looked like he, you know, yeah, late, t- n- late night at the club, right? The uh, top, top button undone, Lundqvist, no tie. He's always got to look sharp. Yeah. Yeah, it's always gotta look sharp, man. He yeah he yeah he pulls it off. You know he could he could pull off anything, but he looks good. Yeah, but anyways, he was interviewing them, and they were talking about some more intimate stuff. They were talking about you know nicknames and so on. They were talking about the uh, the Weber slap shot standing in front of a Weber slap shot. What actually right. means? What's going through their heads? And he broke down a few things, and he and he got us some inside information that we don't normally get from interviews. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was really good. I thought that was really interesting. Something, something that's not out there or not available for hockey. Yeah, well, that's what you and I have talked about a lot, right? We've talked about uh, all of that here on this podcast. Is just hockey players are so boring sometimes. You know, most of the time, really, uh, especially these guys that have sort of grown up under the uh, arms of the old guard. You look back to 
before Crosby came into the league, and this guy's getting hammered by uh, Cherry, you know, hockey on Coach's Corner. That's right. Uh, before he's even in the league, saying, yeah. "Hey, kid, no hot dogging, cool it." And yeah, it's like we, we wrote that on the blog that that uh, little lacrosse move he made in juniors. Yeah, yeah. He, he was psyched. He was happy. He was smiling right after. Camera zooms in on his face. Just a happy kid. And Coach's Corner on, on Saturday following was just bashing him for it, telling him that he should. He shouldn't do that. Shouldn't show up his his opponents, and basically, it's just bringing creativity back into the game. Yeah, and I feel like you know, anytime one of these guys sort of sticks their heads out, they they kind of get hammered back down, right? Yeah. Um, Don't you dare by the fun. older guys, the more little bit more traditionalists. Um, so yeah, I think a guy like Strombo's perfect. Yeah, you know, kind of ease up a bit, have fun, show a bit more personality. You know, a little less guarded. So I, I think it's going to be great. It's going to be great moving forward. And yeah, what, what did you think? of uh, Crosby he got big he got really big he does he looks a lot bigger and and I think watching him play the first two games uh you could see it like he's he's stronger you know he's a lot stronger and more powerful and I think I was telling you that like I I don't I didn't know how it sounded you know coming out of my mouth but he did he was kind of playing like a power forward you know like a sh- uh, you know short he doesn't have he doesn't have the height but he was just he was kind of a bull out there you know skating right through d and trying to split the d He's and splitting d um and it wasn't just speed right it was it was speed but it was also just force and power and he, he's just kind of bowling through guys and uh you haven't, you know, you see that. You've seen glimpses of that. We've all seen that uh, throughout his career. But he just, yeah, he, more he's, often than he seemed not, a lot more it, powerful now. Yeah, I was going to say, more often than that, than not, when that happened, he used to get hooked and, you know, held back a little bit. And he couldn't, he couldn't really penetrate on a regular basis. But you see in the past two games, he's actually pushing through. Yeah. And he's getting through. He, his game's changing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And he's getting he's he's using that force to his advantage. He's a lot bigger than he was. He is. He is, yeah. Yeah. And you could see it. I think uh we talked about that before too on in the uh interview with Strombolopoulos. He's kind of just sitting back a little bit on his chair. He's got his arms crossed and he just his whole chest he he looks much much larger yeah. up there. Um it's impressive because it goes back to what Crosby is or what what makes Crosby Crosby is that he is dedicated to his craft but he's also all unbelievably dedicated to bettering himself as a hockey player yeah he he doesn't rely on his own skill ever he just tries to get better he finds faults and tries to fix them at all times yeah it's really impressive I mean, well, it is. It's, it's a guy that, you know, he wants to, you know, improve more, become more of a 200-foot player. He is now. Uh, he's really good. Uh, you know, you could throw him out there pretty much at any time during the game uh, and not have to worry about him. He's great on face-offs. That's something he wasn't that's good at, in, exactly. at the beginning that's his, of that's his That's a perfect career. example, yeah. his face-offs. When he first came into the league, he couldn't win a face-off to save his life. Yeah. And all he did was just... He must be an impulsive, not impulsive. Just be must have this compulsive personality where he just has to do something and just, just is in that zone at all times. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I can't add anything else. I mean, he's yeah. he's incredible. He's uh, he is. You know, I mean, he, he's the best hockey player in the world for a reason, right? Yeah, exactly. His uh, talent, but he he puts a lot into it for sure. He's probably the hardest working guy on that team. Which you have to wonder is that 
what's going on with Washington? Is that what's going on with Ovechkin? No. No, was, was that too quick of an answer? No, I'm, I'm confused as to what you're saying no to, though. No, I, I don't think that's... It's not what's going on? It's not what's going I, on with Ovechkin? You think he's I'm putting not, that much work into it? No, I don't. I, I think he trains hard. I think all yeah, these guys train, train hard. hard. I think they're dedicated, and I think they they work their asses off. But I don't think Ovechkin is, is doing what Crosby is. I don't think he's that's, trying to okay. better himself in, I, in all I, facets I, of the game. You then know? I agree with your no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why it was quick, because to me, it, it just seems, it's kind of obvious, I think, at this point, right? Uh, Ovechkin's a great player. Um, you know, he's one of the best goal scorers of, of his generation, uh, if not the best. Uh, he, him and Stamkos, um, for sure. Him and Stamkos. He's been around a little bit longer than Stamkos, so... But uh, I mean, maybe we can. I, I would consider Stamkos his own gen, the same generation. Oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, I, I don't think he's doing that. I don't think he's doing what Crosby does. You know, this is something I want to get better at. This is something I need to get better at. Um, I have a player who's like Crosby a little bit in that sense, where he tries to tell me if you agree with this. That who who tries to improve his skill set every single year, and I think Bergeron off Boston is that player. He's not the same level as Crosby, of course, but he's the type of player that just keeps improving every single year he's been in the league. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think so. Um, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. You don't seem convinced. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm, what I'm doing is trying to... To find another player? No, no, no. What I'm doing is just in my head trying to kind of visualize his whole game, right? Just trying to put it all together here he was a second um, round pick came out of yeah came out of nowhere a little bit i mean still a second round pick is still pretty high yeah but i don't think you would expect him to be but as good as he is right um before his concussion he was, he was good after his concussion he became great one of the best player at his skill set level mm -hmm. and at his style of play Oh, when people, so, when so maybe he's the to... most improved player after a concussion, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what Something he needed. Something clicked. Um, yeah, he is. He's a fantastic all-around hockey player. And um, I think, if anything, you, you kind of... With him, it's sort of the opposite of Crosby in the sense that you sort of uh, underestimate how good he is offensively and yeah. how skilled he is offensively. And then he does these things where you're like, wow, uh, that's right. Yeah. You can do that because you're a Bergeron and you're an incredible hockey player, but you sort of forget it because he is just such a fantastic uh, two-way player, right? And he's yeah. really great defensively out it there. It goes so. more to, as they say, ice Q, right? There's more as ice on, ice IQ. He just yeah. understands the play so well. Yeah, yeah. And with it, switching gears a little bit, I'd like to talk about something that James Myrtle from the Global Mail took out on his blog Mm -hmm. Basically, what he did, he posted the average weight, height, and age of every single team in the NHL. Right. And I knew New Jersey was old, but I didn't realize they were that old. Their average age is, of course, first, the oldest team in the NHL right now, mm -hmm. and it is 31 years old. That's average, and that's without Brodeur in Nets. Yeah, wow, yeah, they, they don't have Brodeur, so... Yeah. Well, you look at that team and Yager, I'm sure. Uh, but that's insane. Yager, you've got guys like Eliash that's pretty old. Uh, Salvador, right? Bryce Salvador. Um, Ryder. 
Riders Camilleri. getting up there. Camilleri. How old's Camilleri? 35, 36? What's he? Is he older than that? He's on the back nine, I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you look at most of their forward group is, is older. Um, What's insane about it to me is that it's old, but they're not going for it. They're not, it's not a San Jose who's almost 28 years old or Pittsburgh who's to almost 29 years old. Wow, is Pittsburgh that old yeah, now? Yeah, 20, 28 wow. and a half, yeah. Wow. Um, wow, time flies, huh? I just mean, if you're not contending for the cup, why are you so old? Well... Why do you need to be so old? Is it, is it to sell tickets? Is that why they have all those older veteran players in there? Or do they really believe in this formula that they can, with these players, they have a chance, just make the playoffs, and they have a chance of making it all the way? Well, I think Jersey's sort of like, Detroit, I mean, Detroit sort of shedded most of their older guys now, right? I mean, it clear he's hanging on there, but uh, he, he's not hes not playing, right? I mean, he's already, he's been outplayed by everyone. They've, they've got some kid in there, Nestrizel, right now that's playing over him, and, and he'll continue to play over him because clear he's just not good enough anymore. But I think Jersey's similar to Detroit in that sense that I think there's a, a loyalty there that might be... Uh, it, it it's certainly admirable, but it could also be somewhat detrimental. I think to the team going forward, uh, that's certainly the case for Detroit, where that's happened with guys like Cleary, maybe you know guys like maybe like Bertuzzi hanging on a little bit too long. Uh, and I think I see the same uh, similarity in Jersey, where there's a lot of these guys that have just they've been a staple on that Devil team for so long. Like a guy like Patrick Elias has been there forever, and it'd be pretty hard to just tell this That's guy, what it is, "Hey, you know, thanks for the memories, buddy." It's and just see it's you just later. A, a team that got that got old. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. They got but they old, but they're still. They haven't replaced anybody. That's what's going on. Yeah, too. they haven't replaced anyone really. Um, well, Brodor's a start, and I think that's actually a big improvement for him, uh, or for the team going forward. Uh, Schneider's. Schneider's the man there now, and uh, I'm sure they feel good about that. But but yeah, 31, that's old. That's yeah, really old. that's really old. Who do you think is the heaviest team in the league? Oh, I don't know. I would imagine someone out west, uh, like a San Jose, St. Louis, or L.A., something like that. It's Anaheim. Oh, sure, okay, right. yeah, or I mean, Anaheim. LA's yeah, number yeah, two. I just, okay. Washington's number three. Oh, wow, okay. And but I'm just wondering. Everybody talks about getting big at getting tall, but Chicago is 29th in weight. Hmm. They do have highly skilled players, though, and in height. Well, that's just it, right? I think 21st. you just hit the nail on the head. There is is just it's skill, right? The, this is a team that's not afraid. Uh, they're going to go skill first and in size second, whereas. There are some teams out there that are going to go, well, maybe not size first, but, but you know, oh, they might pass up. They're going to pass up on Win- smaller Winnipeg guys, is fourth, probably. fourth biggest, size first. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what it means. You know, I don't know how much of a connection there is there. But, um, but yeah, I think you're right with a team like Chicago where it's it, they're going to go skill. You know, they've got a skilled team, and so size isn't... Uh, necessarily the most important but they can compete without this without without the size well there's different ways to win right i mean i think we've seen that over the last few years i mean boston wins and everyone's like oh we gotta get bigger and tougher and then chicago wins or then la wins and it's like yeah bigger and tougher but then chicago comes back and wins their second cup but then now la comes back and wins their second cup so you know the magic formula of course is big 
skilled guys, right? Uh, if if that's what you can get, I think every GM in the league, every coach is going to want that. They're going to want. They're going to want LA a bigger. Yeah, and that's what they have. All their guys are skilled, and all their guys are huge. So that's what you want. And, but, and, um, and that's why San Jose doesn't make much sense. Why isn't San Jose an impact team every year? Well, they are during the regular season. They exactly. just they're, they're just one they of those teams. Yeah, but because they, they, they just together? they don't yes. know how to win. They don't know how to win the playoffs. I think some teams are just like that. St. Louis is sort of creeping into that territory. They they've got to get past the first round. They got to make it probably to the conference finals this year uh, to sort of shed that label a bit. Um, Everyone's calling them out this year, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens with them. I. It's just such a tough conference to come out of. Um, it really is. There's just no easy outs. Yeah. Um, okay, but but anyway, back to this. Who are the youngest teams? Uh, okay, the youngest teams uh, at number 30. So I'm mm-hmm. moving up here. Number 30, we have a surprising Columbus Blue Jackets. Not that surprising, I guess. And Buffalo. Okay. 29, Edmonton. 28, which goes back to what you were talking about, how every single player on Edmonton is is young, even though they've yeah. been in the league forever. Yeah, it feels like it, you know. And then after Edmonton, which I was a little surprised by, was Winnipeg. I didn't realize Winnipeg was that young. Yeah. Well, okay, so what I'm thinking off the top of my head here is everyone you just mentioned, with the exception of Columbus, uh, has no shot at the playoffs. And um, Columbus is on the bubble. Yeah, yeah. So, I you know there you go. Uh, well, I can continue. You, yeah. After after Winnipeg, it's Ottawa. No shot. <laughs> okay. Tied for twenty fourth. Then we start getting into Toronto and Anaheim. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So Anaheim kind of throws that hole off. But but yeah, most of those teams. It, it seems like most but of the young 24th, teams really don't have a chance. Three quarters of the way right? through, though. That means a quarter of the yeah. league aren't making the playoffs and they're younger. Yeah, and th- and that makes sense, right? I mean, young teams they 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 shouldn't be uh in theory because they just haven't there's, you know, there's not enough there for them to to win with, you know, they they haven't really uh they don't have the experience, they don't really know how to win yet. It it takes I think especially in this day and age, I mean, it's really hard I think to to win with a really young team, isn't it? But being the oldest team doesn't really give you a win either. Well, no, that's no guarantee. There's that sweet uh, for spot. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I, I think there's always... It seems to be 26, sort of 27, 28. I guess it completely makes sense since that's yeah. when everybody is hitting their peak. Yeah, that's when most players are in their prime. So, yeah. I mean, you know, again, you, you got to have a mix, right? You got to have youth. You got to have those veterans. And even if you have it, there's no guarantees. So, but but I think there's probably a correlation there between the, the youngest teams you just mentioned and not making the playoffs. I have something to, to talk about, actually, because I just saw Toronto in front of me here. Did you see a fan throwing a hockey sweater on the ACC ice after yeah. a Toronto loss? Same as in Edmonton after the first game of the season. An Edmonton fan threw a sweatshirt, which had his cell phone in it, onto the ice. Yeah, I, I saw both of those. The phone thing is, um, that's hysterical. 
obviously heat of the moment kind of a thing, right? Like you would think if it's premeditated, someone would empty their pockets and actually, you know, kind of, okay, car keys, check. I got my phone, check. Wallet, okay. But someone that throws their sweatshirt on the ice with the phone still in it. And you can see that picture, right? It's David Perone, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, He kind of scoops it up with a stick and you just see this black, you know, rectangle on the ice and you're thinking, (laughs) why? Like, what? Okay. First of all, it's not a jersey, right? Uh, so a sweatshirt probably doesn't cost you. Do you think uh, he called his uh, own phone later and asked for it back? <laughs> I don't know. You would have to. You would have to. But I mean, I, doesn't that kind of lead towards just, you know, passion, heat of the moment, just freaking out and just tearing that thing off and just chucking it? I think onto the first the time, the first time it did, I'm not sure about the 20th time, which I don't know what we're at right now. But. Yeah, oh, it's happened a lot there. But I just mean this one individual in particular. Uh, that doesn't take the time to actually take off uh, or, or, you know, grab their, their phone. Um, and then, much. I yeah. mean, wear a paper bag over your head. That's more of a statement, I think. I don't know, but I think, when you, uh, I think when you're at this level of losing, you just have to try and find new and in- inventive ways, but right? But not uh, that bad. Well, they're not there yet, but, but they, they kind they of are. They so kind of are. Clo- yeah, they, yeah, but they, they were kind close of last year. They just fell apart. Yeah, again. And the year before, they did make it. They just in a shortened season, had a and they fell apart. They had a three games to one lead. Uh, Tor- Toronto's there. Toronto's there. I think Toronto is. Is there. it worthy of, of a jersey toss? Of of relin- like relinquishing all your ties to the team? That's I what that means, right? When you for you me, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. But I I understand the frustration. Uh, that a fan could be going through to and do plus that. Plus, it's a three hundred dollar jersey. Well, that's the thing. It, it's expensive, so it, it takes. Unless he's going, you got to be committed. Market. But you know, I don't know. Maybe these guys go down to the ice later on and say, "Hey, I, that's my jersey." Uh, 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 guys, uh, can, can, I, can I get the back? I'm <laughs> yeah. just kidding. It's, it's joking. <laughs> yeah, with their, um, but I I disagree with you. I disagree. I think it has come to that in Toronto because this is a team that can't make the playoffs consistently. Uh, they only made it in a shortened season. They gave, they completely fell apart. They fell apart last year. They're already falling apart. So they rebounded today against the Rangers, but um, a big 6-3 to three win. But even that was kind of ugly towards the end. It wasn't um, a, a complete 60 game. Reimer gets his head popped uh, again, you know, leaves the game. It just... I don't know what's going on with him. It's just, it's just kind of. I feel for him. It's just a circus, man. It's he a circus. He seems like such there. a nice guy. Reimer, yeah, and yeah. and we've said that before on this podcast. I don't. I'm just so surprised that he's even there still. Um, oh yeah, he should have left a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. They just they're just looking for value. I don't know. I mean, is there just nothing on Winnipeg? I mean, Winnipeg. We can't talk about Winnipeg and <laughs> We cannot go there. Hey, because... they can always they can always call up a, this kid named uh, Peter Budai, right? <laughs> I've heard good things about. It. It's yep. just I don't know why trade for him at all. Why why did why would you get Budai? Well, I think what happened there is that that was a creative way to uh, clear some roster space, right? For to who? Se- well, didn't they send some, they sent something to Ottawa or uh, the Montreal, right? They sent an AHL player. Oh, okay, but I don't know. Maybe maybe it it. It cleared space for Montreal. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe just, that's what it was. Maybe it was, that's what it was. It was. A, yeah. Hey, it was, a, it was a gimme for Montreal. Yeah. Do me this favor now. Yeah. We'll, we'll hit oh. you back up later on. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm sure that happens all the time. But there's a team that should be throwing sweaters on the ice. Well, I think uh, if if things continue that 
you know, like the way that they are now for okay. most of this season, which they probably will. I won't be surprised if we do see it. And the reason why I say Winnipeg is because management hasn't done anything to help this team out. No, they're still riding the it's hey, still the we're players. Back. It's still yeah. it's all it's all on the players' back right now. Yeah, there's just and there hasn't been any help from management at all. Yeah, they haven't done anything. So, I, I don't know what I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing there. Well, exactly um, that. Nothing. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to hate on them and stuff. I'm not hating on a team. No, just, no, I no, just no, feel no. bad for them. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? The, you know, so the fans will give them that. You know, a season or two coming back. Uh, everyone's got the feel goods going on, and then eventually that that's just over, right? That yeah. fades, and and you just want your team to do well. And like you said, they're not. It 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 is all on the players' backs. I'm sure they're playing as hard as they can and doing what they can, but. You've also got to bring something else into that uh, mix. And uh, Day off just hasn't. He hasn't at all. I agree with you on Day. He's done nothing. I do feel for the Jets and their fans. Yeah, as, as you said, you know, like you said, we're not trying to uh, pick on this team or certainly not kick anyone while they're down or struggling. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to see them do well. Um, but yeah, they, we'll they got to do more. Yeah. Okay, um, well, we should let you. I should let you go. Sounds good. And uh, see you next time.